Blog Talk Radio. From Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America, it's Music Friday Live. Brought to you by MySanFelipeVacation.com for the time of your life on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Hepernan. Stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of fun today. Welcome to Music Friday Live, and I want to remind everybody that this is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so call in, 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511, or you can email us. You know the address, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, I want to say hi to our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates out on the East Coast. And if you're listening to Music Friday Live on a podcast, you can still e- email questions for our guests. We'll forward them on, and they can reply directly to you. But right now, we have a special guest on the line. I think Binks is with us. Hi, Binks. Are you there? Hi, Patrick. How are you? Yes, I'm here. I'm wonderful, and so are you. And I understand you've got a new song out today. Is that right? I do. Yes, you're right. I'm so excited. It's called Shockwave. It just came out today. Shockwaves. Oh, okay. Well, um, in addition to that, and we're going to play a little bit of Shockwaves in just a minute. In addition to Shockwaves, um, I understand you also are going to be at the Hotel Cafe, the legendary Hotel Cafe next month. Is that right? That's right. I'm, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to book that uh, venue for a while now, um, and I'm so excited to have gotten my hands on it. It'll be on the 29th of April, which is a Sunday night. Um, I'll have a full live band, and I'll be uh, giving out free cupcakes that are home-baked. And, yeah, I'll be on at 8.30 p.m. You know, uh, you are the only musician I know that feeds your audience both music and <laughs> food. <laughs> well, it's the uh, least I can do. They make their way all from all different areas of L.A. or New York to come and see my show. So, you know, I just want to reciprocate with a hot, full, tummy full kind of thing. Oh, good for you. All right. Well, let's play a little bit of Shockwave. Shockwaves. Uh, people are going to have to get their own copy to hear all of that. Where can they get their own copy? So it's available everywhere right now. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud. You can find it anywhere online. It's on YouTube. But if you go to my website, which is binxbinksofficial.com, it'll lead you to all those links as well. Okay. Now, I've really got to ask you, because uh, we have a minute here. Uh, I was at your last live performance at uh, Bar Lubitsch in uh, in Hollywood, and you passed out cupcakes, and they were really good. Um, <laughs> I also follow you on social media uh, and all the various platforms that you're on. So where do you get time to bake cupcakes? Um, I'm very lucky that I have a friend who helps me with that, Um because I do, I run crazy. I don't know how I take on all of these things, but I just feel like, you know, if people are taking the time to come out to my show, I should take the time to just give a little something back. So, you know, you just have to do it in between getting ready or whatever it is. Well, I think you're you're amazing, and I want to remind everybody again that uh, you have a show coming up, uh, at least everybody in the Los Angeles area, at the Hotel Cafe on the 29th. That's a Sunday night. Sunday night's really a pretty good night for uh, the Hotel Cafe. You're going to be in the uh, the, the second room, right? Ah, uh, yes. Okay, good. I think That's so. great. I'm not 100% certain on that, but but I think so. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, and and that's a great place too. That's a that's my of the two rooms there. That's my favorite one. So this is going to okay, be well, a. Now I'll a, the name of it. I'm in that room. Okay. Well, I mean, they'll tell us when we get there. So everybody who's in the L.A. area, you should mark it down your calendar right now for April 29th at Hotel Cafe Sunday night and see Binks. And what time do you go on stage? I'm on at 8.30 p.m. Ooh, ooh, good time. All right, then the time. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in, and I'm looking forward to seeing you live and getting my share of the uh, wonderful cupcakes, and they are wonderful because I have already had them. I had them at Bar a little bit. So thanks, Binks. Uh, thank you, Patrick. I'm so glad you enjoyed the cupcakes, and I do just want to say, you know, thank you very much for all of your support throughout my career since we met last year, you know, You've been very supportive coming to shows and giving me radio time. So really, thank you to you for everything. Well, that's what we do here is we support good talent. All right. We'll see you at the Hotel Cafe. I'll see you then. Bye, Patrick. And that was Binks, and, and she's got a new, uh, a new album out, Shockwaves. Actually, why, why don't we play a little bit more of that? It's such a, it's such a, nice, uh, uh, a, a nice song. Here we go. That was Shockwave by Binks, and don't forget to see her at the Hotel Cafe. Well, I'll talk about our next guest a little bit. Uh, I first saw our next guest when she won the Guitar Center Singer-Songwriter Award in 2015 at the Troubadour in Hollywood. She was on stage with Don Waz, Colby Calais, Joe, Man- Joe Mason, and my friend Kat McDowell. She was impressive then, and she's even more impressive now. Lanita Smith was born in North Carolina, but happily for us, she is now based here in Los Angeles. She grew up singing in the family church and decided that music would be her life, and the rest is history. She went from performing locally to being featured nationally on the Jimmy Kimmel Live show in only three years and working with major stars, and she also, along the way, co-founded the Little Monarch Band. 
Don Waz himself produced her, her debut EP, Listen to Your Heartbeat. And she has just released her long-anticipated album, Remember Me. And we're going to play songs from it. But first of all, here is the woman herself. Lenita Smith, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, thank you for, for being here. Thank you for all the great music that you make, too. Um, oh, no worries. Thank you guys for, you know, just listening to it and do it. Like, I really appreciate it. Well, that's what we've been doing here all week, and it's made us um, so, kind of walk a few inches off the ground. Uh, you have a now. Let's talk about the new album since we're walking a few inches off the ground uh, from listening to it. I think it's a winner. Uh, remember oh, me. Thank you. Thank you. I understand you. that it has been kind of inside of your head for some time, and that you just couldn't release it as a stream of singles. That you had to put together a whole album. Uh, why was that? Why did Remember Me have to be a full 13-song album? Because that's a whole lot of work. Yeah, uh, the funny thing is I've had some of the songs for so long, um, you know, just as a writer, and the timing for me to put it out then, it, it just wasn't right. And so now approaching, you know, me about to release, you know, just the whole body of work, I, I got to a place where I was kind of thinking, like, do I just want to do one or two songs, or should I go ahead on and release all of these um, these songs and just to the earth and, and let it be what it is? And so, um, and I just felt like because I had been holding on to some of them so long, like I'm 29, but some of the songs I wrote when I was like 19 or 20, and so I can I was kind of just sitting on them, and I was like, it's really time for me to just, release this and and not just for the world but even for myself to get that sigh of release like okay it's out there and it's kind of like one of those things where now you can kind of move forward but at the same time you know you did yourself like justice by going on a, and um you know giving the world a piece of you because each song is a piece of me and that's why we um when trying to get the title together that's where remember me actually came from because i wanted to leave a lasting impression on people, just like these songs, some of the ones that I've had for so long left a lasting impression on me. So I wanted people to have that same impact. Well, let's let them have a little sample of what that impact is. I want to play the uh, the title the the title track. Uh, Remember me for a few minutes for for about a minute here. Here we go. for that song um just kind of, it was it the original track that i actually made for it was kind of like a up-tempo pop song and i was just kind of playing around and i was talking i remember a friend of mine um we were both um his name is the john johnson we were just kind of sitting there like man we got to hear you up and come up with a song in like 30 minutes to actually pitch to another artist so we literally had 30 minutes, and we were just like, well, you know, we're not going to leave here, and she don't know the song. So literally that's how it came, remember me. Like, she going to remember this song. And so after we wrote it literally in 30 minutes, and then it took another 30 minutes to make sure everything was bounced down, we listened to it again, and we were just like, you know what? As crazy as this sounds, like, this song is actually really, really good. So we ended up keeping it instead of giving it to an artist. 
<laughs> so yeah, it, it was so crazy how it happened because we didn't, you know, you know, ironically, you know, I wasn't gonna give the artist just anything, but I didn't. We both didn't know that the song was actually as good as we were written. We did it in like thirty minutes, and we were like, "Man, this is actually a really cool song." But we went <laughs> off of the whole vibe of she's gonna remember us, so we're gonna name the song that and let's buy it through, um, just get through. And we literally did it and recorded it. And it just came out to be what it is. And we were just like, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> and obviously that was not one of the songs that's been in your head for, for 10 years. But uh, Right. This uh, one's probably I've had maybe like three, maybe four, somewhere <laughs> from that. That's a great story. You know, I was remembering that uh, Don Waz uh, once said that uh, working with you is like working with other soul divas. Um, are you a soul diva? <laughs> Is, is that true? I'm not going to say I'm diva. I haven't been bit by the diva bug, but I can say we have, like, just with me, you'll have moments. But they're always, like, memorable, good moments, nothing to where you're like, man, I don't know about this kid. Um, it's just, you know, with me just being um, a creator, um, you never know what I'm thinking Um because my brain is always constantly going, and even on just not just on the writing side, but as a musician as well, like I'm always thinking, and you just never know what I'm thinking. But I've also learned from Don, you know, that's not a bad thing. Like don't don't be scared to be who you are, and that was one of those things he was truly able to pull out of me um, and challenge me to even do even more so. You know, for me, I just, you know, I'm happy with, you know, that part of me because I had to grow into that part. And so now I'm really, like, in a place where now I accept, like, hey, Lenny, it's okay. You know, you have crazy things going on in your head musically. Um, and it's okay to, like, put those things down and, and be patient about things that you're passionate about. And for me, it was creating this or what I call my baby. So, you know, it was okay that it took, you know, almost nine, ten years to get it out. Like, but, you know, it, it needed that tender love and care. Well, along those, uh, away in those 19 years, you had some, some diva-like experiences. One, of course, was appearing on the, the Jimmy Kimmel show. And I know you've told those stories. Oh, yeah. Maybe, so you don't have to. But I want to ask you, were you ready kind of national exposure when you walked out there on stage with Jimmy Kimmel? Um. You know, honestly, still to this day, I'm a ball of emotions. I, I I don't really know if one is to say that they're actually ready, but you know, it's all you just step to the plate and you just pray that you know when you swing, you hit a home run. And the funny thing is, like with Jimmy Kimmel, I had already gone to Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel twice, but it was the first time it was Lanita Smith, the piano player, like playing behind somebody. And then the next time it was Lanita Smith um, doing background vocals for someone. And then it was like, okay, kid, now you're going down here. You have your own dressing room. Like, it's for you. So it was like the reality of it set in, like, you know, for me it was just one of those things. Dreams do come true, and what better way to actually, you know, showcase or show the world you then, you know, having this moment where millions of people are literally watching you, like, you don't, you don't get that. And so for me, that's what made me a ball of emotions, um, you know, and I feel like, you know, for me, I was just grateful and blessed to, you know, be in that place um, to where I was able to do that. Well, we're grateful that you were, too, and you've grown a lot, actually, since then, at least um, in, in listening to your your albums that, uh, around here for a week, we think so. And I want to I play a song that really shows your growth, at least I think so, and this is the song, It's You. From the moment I first saw you, from the first time you said call you, from the way you smiled at me, felt like it was make-believe. From the way you styled your hair, from the way you often stare, from the way we softly kissed, it's like heaven came to me. I realized I never let the thought of you go. It's taking some time, but my heart has replied. It was you, it was, it was you that it waited on. You are the only 
that 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 song makes me feel like you're just standing right here in front of me in the studio and you're singing directly to me. And that's quite an accomplishment <laughs> for a studio recording to be that personal. Um, was it hard to do that? Uh, did you have to go through a lot of takes or did it just sort of roll out? Um, I, I, I definitely feel like that song in itself, it, it wasn't that it was a lot of takes. It was just making sure that it kind of felt good. So it was times where I was like, you know, no, you need to make this more personal. Like, go back and re-sing this line. Um, and I would just do it because I would often tell people, like, um, just talking about the album, if number one doesn't knock at your door, then by the time I get to 13, I want to definitely be sitting at the table for you. No, every song may not be something you um, went through or anything, but at least people can relate to it. So that's mm-hmm. what I want people to feel. I wanted it to put people in their emotions or their feelings in a good way because I wanted it to be, you know, a, a definite vibe for anybody. So it's great, you know, to hear you say like, hey, you know, it kind of felt like, you know, you were standing next to um, or in front of you because I, I wanted people to get that and really gravitate um, towards it. Well, you you pulled it off. <laughs> Let me remind <laughs> our you. listeners that uh, – we're talking with uh, Lenita Smith about her new album, uh, Remember Me. And you can talk with her, too. You can call in, 347-215-7511. A whole lot of you have been emailing in, so obviously you know the email address, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let, let, let's go to some of these emails here. Um, Bobby in Los Angeles wants to know, <laughs> I knew somebody was going to ask me this, do you consider yourself a soul singer, a pop singer, or do you care? Um, and on a normal day, I would say I don't care, but if I had to just put myself in a box, it, it would definitely be something like a pop soul, alternative pop soul sound. Um, I definitely, uh, consider myself in the lane of the likes of John Legend, John Mayer, Dell type of sound. So easy going, cool, but definitely a storyteller. Okay. Renee in Hollywood wants to know, do you have a regular band? Yes, I did. I did. <clears throat> I I normally have um, a set, uh, set group of people that I normally work with, so I definitely used them on this project and just, you know, saw it through. And Cece in Tampa, Florida wants to know um, – what is your favorite club to play in in Los Angeles? I'm going to come visit, and I'm going to take your advice. So no pressure there. Right. I think the pressure is on. Um, so I actually, I, I would have to say thus far, if I if I were performing, um, has been thus far the Troubadour. Like, um, it's one of those stages that I feel like some of the – all-time great artists that we hear, like including people like I just named, like Adele or John Mayer, um, they've performed on that stage. And I've had the privilege to perform on that stage. So for me, it's one of those places where it's just precious. Um, normally it's like a standing room, which is really cool because all you can do is like kind of vibe to whoever is actually playing. And I actually get um, catch a lot of concerts there. So that would be a cool place for you to check out. Okay, all right. And hear that, uh, CC. If you come into Los Angeles, the Troubadour down on Santa Monica in West Hollywood, and uh, uh, get there early because there's always a line of people outside. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> Rabala, also in Florida, she's in Miami, uh, wants to know if you play any musical instruments. I do. I, I play quite a few instruments. I play piano, guitar. Um, drums. I can also play violin, saxophone. Um, yes, I, I actually play quite a few uh, instruments. Um, my expertise, however, is piano and guitar. Okay. Enough all right. to where I can at least teach it to someone else. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to listen to some more of that wonderful music, and this is a song called Perfect and Beautiful.
without love What's life without us? I don't want to know It's a trip to nowhere Don't want to go there I don't want to ever have to think about it That uh, that song um, and a lot of your songs are able to combine joy, love, and melancholy really, really well. And I want to compliment you on that. Uh, um, I, I once heard you say that you speak your dreams to the universe. Is is that an example of speaking your dreams to the universe? That song. Um, sure. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Uh, definitely futuristic. Uh, I'm not quite there yet, uh, but, you know, I feel like we all have had those moments where you just feel like, you know, this is the person that you're either supposed to be with for a lifetime or at least you thought you were. Um, So just to put myself in those shoes and and bring my, um, like with me, each song is like I have to put myself in as, um, as the leading character to where right. I'm living this life. So it's literally like when I when I was writing stuff for myself, I had to put myself in that situation. I just couldn't write from a, a broad standpoint because I wanted to be able to feel what I wanted others to feel through the music. So um, okay. that song, definitely, I had to really think about it and put myself in those shoes like, you know, how would I want to feel like if somebody was perfect and beautiful to me? Well, you came up with a perfect and beautiful song in the process. <laughs> and oh, well, we have time. You. We're almost out of time, but I did want to play a little bit of another one of your songs. And uh, this is last night. I put forever in my heart when we kiss, baby. Yeah, like a lighter to a cigarette, I need you, baby. Oh, baby, the other night we got a little bit closer. I felt it. I think you did too. I sparked a fire. I saw your desires in your eyes. I promise it's all you know, to, to me that 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 shows uh, that you uh, you you have a jazz size, but you know what what, what do I know? <laughs> All right, uh, right. Um, well, the other uh, we're unfortunately we are pretty much out of time now, and I wanted to to give you an opportunity to tell people about your tour. I know you've got some live dates coming up. Uh, uh, what cities are you going to be in? Yes, um, I have quite a few live dates coming coming up. I have. Um, I'm in L.A. Uh, I'm going to be in Seattle, uh, Portland, uh, in the Bay Area, and Memphis. So definitely follow me um, just on all my social medias. Everything is pretty much at Lanita Smith. Twitter is I am Lanita Smith. And my website uh, for all updates, events, anything, tour dates at www.lanitasmith.com. You can also get my music on all digital platforms. So titles spotify apple music itunes like i'm there amazon music so definitely follow the movement okay all right well thank you so much for being with us today we really enjoyed it and uh, i'm going to see if i can catch your show in la so i'm going to leave people with a little bit of last night great Put forever in my heart when we kiss, baby. Yeah, like a lighter to a cigarette, I need you, baby. Oh, baby, the other night we got a little bit closer. I felt it. I think you did too. Sparked a fire. All your desires in your eyes. I promise it's all the yours out in the open. I love you.
All right, that was a little bit of Last Night by Lenita. We have another special guest on the line. Hi there. I understand we have a representative of We Are the West. Indeed. Hello, Patrick. This is Brett from We Are the West. Yes. Um, You're releasing a new album and called Golden Shore, and um, you've got a show tomorrow night in the in the famous secret garage. Is is that right? That is correct. Tomorrow night, March thirty first, Saturday. It's the full blue moon. There's two full moons in March, and this is a blue moon. We've had our uh, underground series the Saturday before each full moon, and so we plan the release to come out tomorrow. Wow. All right. Well, or to celebrate um, tomorrow. For our Los Angeles uh, area, Southern California area listeners who don't know, um, there is a famous underground secret garage show. It's both famous and secret. And where where do people go to find out about the new album and also about the the release date, the release party? Well, wearethewest.com has all of our um, goings on and about. We've got the new record, The the Golden Shore, and you can – you can stream it and download it everywhere, but um, only at wearethewest.com can you find the uh, limited edition gold vinyl and CDs and those kinds of things. And we've been putting up our dates. We've got a tour coming up after the release through the Southwest and uh, up through California. So Okay, all right. Month or two. And I've been to many, many of your secret famous underground uh, garage concerts. They're <laughs> wonderful. If you're in the Southern California area, I really recommend that uh, you be there and also uh, you get yourself a copy of uh, The Golden Shore. All right. Thanks for, for calling in. Really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Thank you, Patrick. Okay. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. All right, Cyber Station USA, always on the go. Hi to all of our listeners out there in the East Coast who will hear us later tonight. You know, you can't escape glass mansions. You just can't. <laughs> they are they're a Taco Bell-sponsored band. Uh, they play at South by Southwest. They're on the Warp Tour. They play lots of other festivals. They have toured the country 12 bleeping times. If somehow you've been living under a rock and you don't know them, they are an electropop duo from South Carolina. They're composed of uh, uh, Jaina Doyle and the multi-instrumentalist Blake uh, Arambula. They Their live shows are raw. They're high energy. And as far as I'm concerned, they're mandatory for anybody who loves alt rock. The recorded music is equally cool with Doyle's voice simultaneously blowing your ears off and melting your heart. She can do that. And then Blake adds really heavy synths and synths and dance friendly rhythms that uh, sound like they're from the future, but also they kind of sound like the nineties too. Uh, the, the duo is now on a national tour uh, promoting their new EP ritual, which is kind of out, but not quite. We'll, she'll, they'll explain that to you. They're going from coast to coast right now. I think there's someplace in New Mexico. We're going to find out in just a second, but they've, uh, they're taking out a few minutes to talk to us. So, uh, here they are. Welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. So, where are you right now? <laughs> um, we're we're somewhere in New Mexico on the <laughs> like to do. Okay, all right, <laughs> close enough. Okay, um, it, it, you know, in listening to your music, we've been listening to your music all week. In listening to your music, starting with the Gossip EP in 2016, and then everything mm-hmm. since then. Uh, it seems like you've evolved quite a bit. Uh, how would you describe the difference between the music you're releasing now and where you were two years ago? Well, it's, it's interesting because so Blake and I started this band and we've had several lineups, different different players in the band, and um, our sound. We you know when we when we started out, we wanted to. Do, we were heavily influenced, like you said, like by the 90s and electronic music and 90s dance and stuff like that. And um, 
we wanted to be more electronic how we are now, but it kind of got away from us. And, and then, you know, when we, when we went into the studio and did the gossip EP, we were, we were still kind of finding our footing and our producers, Dr. McKenneth Mount, they were like very much like, Oh, you need to like, these synths are awesome. You need to make that more of a focus. And they kind of guided our sound and what they thought was like glass mansion, like what was our sound. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, over the past couple of years, like we've been writing more and um, Blake is a DJ back home and uh, he's super influenced by all the new music he's playing when he DJs and, and um, we just started writing more and more electronically and it, it kind of came back around full circle to our intentions in the first place. So we're, we're super pumped in how our sound has evolved and, and how this new EP has come, come about. Well, you know, I can I can certainly hear it, and and I can understand why you're pumped because I am too. Uh, I, I I know that um, uh, along the way, particularly with matches, uh, you had a little pushback from the music industry. They 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 weren't quite sure where to put you. You were sort of in a crack between genres. Has that changed now, or does it no longer matter? <laughs> you know, uh, for us, it doesn't matter anymore. Like we. <laughs> We, it used to be, especially like back home in South Carolina, it, we are in a strange spot there because we don't really sound like the other bands around. And we've even, we have had some pushback from our hometown saying like, you don't sound like South Carolina and like, well, we're from there. So, you know, and so, yeah, we, we got some weird, like, oh, you're too, you're too pop for rock station and, or you're too rock for pop station. And eventually we were just like, you know, we could all all day argue or, or try to figure out what we are but like we just kind of embraced who we are and people can kind of take it or leave it and we just stop worrying about where we fit and just exist okay now i i mentioned in, in my introduction that ritual is out but not quite you want to explain what the situation is with the ritual album <laughs> yeah so we so since we're on tour right now we do have advanced physical copies of it for sale at our shows um at our merch table so people, you know, come out to see us on this tour. They can grab a copy before anyone else can hear it. And, of course, they hear the, the song, the new songs live in our show. Um, but it, it will be out everywhere digitally um, April 6th, next week. Everyone can get it on. We're doing, like, a pre-save campaign on Spotify. And you can, you can pre-order it on iTunes and everything now. But it will be out everywhere next week. Okay. Well, since you were kind enough to let us have a – an advanced copy of Ritual. Let, let's play a single. <laughs> All right. I really appreciate that. Let's play a single from it. This is Just Friends. not dead we just call it lyrics now and you are a great example of that i love it was it was a curse to always put you first covered in trials soften the blow with smiles what a nice rhythm to that and then but then you keep going and you get right to the point we can't i can't just be friends not with you babe um personal experience Fantasy expired, inspired by an event. Yes, all of the above. Um, yeah, I know. Sometimes <laughs> I write lyrics and I figure out what they mean later, and sometimes you know, it comes out, you know, exactly how I meant it to. And yeah, this song is uh, definitely in, 
you know, part inspired by true events and kind of like fantasy, but it's it's about you know kind of crossing paths with someone and you you probably in another life could have been with them, but if you're I'm I'm an all or nothing kind of person, so you know you. Uh, you know. <laughs> all right. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll quote you on that. You're an all or nothing kind of person. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you have the uh, uh, in your your lyrics. You you make the the universal personal. You you do that kind of nicely. You you point out sort of the pockets in people's lives that we all go through, but we don't always think about. Um, and your song "Landmines" is is kind of especially mm-hmm. intriguing. Of that I want to play a little bit of "Landmines." in that song um, love me while you can I'm a landmine stand here like you mean it or we'll both die <laughs> yeah. what an image I, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, makes me, it makes me kind of glad we're not in the same room right now <laughs> you could go off at any second uh, so is, is, is that kind of a description of you that um, one has to handle you carefully because you're volatile you know yes I'm an Aries, yeah, that's me pretty much. But, you know, when we wrote the song, um, this was one of those where it kind of, like, came to me, like, the whole, the visual. Like, the thing about landmines is they don't trigger until you step off or step away from them. So Mm -hmm. that's the whole reason in the chorus is, like, you know, everything's okay, but if you, like, do me wrong, like, it's not going to be great (laughs) for you (laughs) kind of thing. So that's where the whole song comes from. Yeah, it, it it's it's definitely a very powerful image. Uh, now, um, I know you have talked forever about the name change for the band, so we don't need to, mm-hmm. to dwell on it. But um, uh, I saw that I think it was Blake, uh, or maybe it was you, who said that it that it changing the name of the band actually invigorated the band. How so? Yeah. Um, well, we. When the name change came about, or when the time came for us to make that decision to change the name, we um, we were at a point where our, our sound was in a bit of a flux, and we were in that transition to be more electronic. And it it was in a way served as like a clean slate for us to to really pull things back and start over a bit. Well, the new name, Glass Mansions, um, evokes both strength and vulnerability, a strong, big building with delicate walls. Is that what you meant Mm -hmm. to convey? Is is that a good description of who you are? Yeah, I think in our our songwriting and and everything we are as a band, um, we we have this, you know, resilient kind of thing that we carry with us and I, I think it when we were coming up with a new name, like we we liked the visual that you get from glass mansions, and we, yeah, it's like a big, sturdy, strong structure, but it's also with glass, it's transparent and it's vulnerable and it's breakable, um, and that's kind of what our lyrics are. Like you know, they're they're very aggressive in your face at first, but when you dive in, they're much more um, 
it's a much more exposing raw um, vulnerability there. And I think it, it all kind of works together. It, it, it does. Um, and I, let me is that that's your gas gauge telling you you're running out of gas? No, that means coffee made it back to the van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you give our listeners a little description of, of where you are so they can kind of visually see what's going on? Oh, we're in like the desert. I don't know. We're we um we're we're at a little fast food place and we just grabbed some coffee we're in, just got into new mexico um and it's desert you know there's nothing and you're in a van <laughs> and we're in you a guys van, are in a van and, right yep um, it's, it's, yeah it, it's me and blake and then our our friend aaron um she's from st louis and we we picked her up and she's tour managing and the dream team coming through new mexico today <laughs> so it's Three people in a van, probably uh, packed with um, equipment, um, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the desert, talking to a Los Angeles uh, radio station. Why not? You know. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, you're casual Friday. <laughs> yeah, we're talking with uh, Jana Doyle of, of Glass Mansions from the middle of the air of the New Mexico desert. You can talk with her too. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can email. We've got a bunch of email already, uh, so I'll give you the email address anyway. It's musicfridaylive at uh, gmail.com. Let's go to some of the emails here. Uh, Susie, spelled with an X, uh, in San Francisco. Your shows are so much fun, and I love having a girl out in front. Okay. Any comment on that? That's awesome. Uh, we just played San Francisco for the first time ever um, last uh, Saturday. And um, San Francisco is one of my favorite cities in the country. And uh, it was really cool to play there because they, they had a really good time and everyone was into it. And uh, you never know when you play new places. But it, that was like one of our favorite nights for the tour. So it's really cool. Sounds like, sounds like Susie was at that show. Um, Rockman in San Diego says... Um, is it easier to work with just one other people than with three or four people? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we um it, it it's it's a it's a great thing when you when you when you do have a lot of bands in the pot because you do get influenced by each other and when you can come up with something as a team it's a really beautiful thing but sometimes if you know if no not everyone's on the same page it gets a little weird and your focus and your vision gets kind of away from you which is a kind of a thing that we found but uh you know, Blake and I, two people, we're like a, a really good writing team, and it works for us. Um, less is more. It's kind of like our, our motto lately. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, from San Francisco, just emailed back in. Susie, Susie, you have to call us. The email is, and she says, yes, I was at the show. I was the redhead 10 rows back. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. All right. Um <laughs> Listo or Listo in Seattle wants to know if, if uh, you're coming to Seattle. And I don't think so, are you? Well, not on this tour, um, but we are planning to come back um, to the West Coast later in the year. Um, and we'll, there'll be like some Seattle and Portland dates and back again in California. Okay. Uh, and I, I, I will do my best to be at one of those shows. Uh, a teaser in uh, Atlanta says you don't sound southern are you really southern i am really southern i was born and raised in south carolina um when i you know get a couple drinks to me and the the accent definitely comes out the sassiness comes out yeah definitely born and raised in the south (laughs) okay well teaser when she comes to atlanta you're going to have to invite her out for cocktails and then report back we're ending our tour in atlanta we're ending our tour in atlanta yeah. Oh, so what's the date you're going to be in Atlanta? Uh, April 7th. Okay. Teaser, uh, April at, 7th. Where are you going to be? The Masquerade. The Masquerade. Oh, sure. Great. Uh-huh. I know it. All right, Teaser, the Masquerade, <laughs> April 7th. Be there. Buy her drinks. Okay. <laughs> and and you could and buy her lots of drinks. And as she drinks them, you can watch her evolve Southern on the stage. Okay. Does that work? <laughs> that works. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, I know, speaking of evolution, I, I know that you wanted to be a performer since you were a kid uh, in Myrtle <laughs> Beach, which is about as south as you can get. 
How did that <laughs> desire manifest itself in an alt rock band? How did you get from there to to where you are now? You know, I don't. It's weird because when I was like, yeah, I was like four years old or something, and I there's like videos and stuff. I used to tell my parents I was going to be in a band someday, and it's kind of weird because I wonder like four year old me had some like psychic intuition, but I. I, I don't know. I was I was really into like Mariah Carey and No Doubt, and uh, you know I wanted to be quite funny and uh, was just really enamored with the whole performing, and you know, I'm a ham as a child. I like getting in front of people, and I, it just kind of happened. I I went to school for film, and then ended up meeting Blake, and accidentally, totally by accident, joining a band that he was in, and the rest is kind of history. So I'm glad I ended up here. And it, it's a good history, too. Uh, <clears throat> uh, oh, we're getting some more emails in. But before we go to those emails, I, w- I want to play uh, some more music. And this is a song that uh, everybody around the uh, in the studio here has just been putting on the top of their playlist. This is called Night Swimming. like I'm swimming in the night, not just floating in the here and now. I want to feel like I'm swimming in the night. That's a hook. <laughs> I, hum- I hummed it all day yesterday. Nice writing, nice earworm. That's a hook. Uh, right. Congratulations. The video that goes with that song, um, first of all, were you really underwater for parts of it? Yeah, we. Um, I was. I was definitely floating around in the pool for a few hours. I didn't mind it, though. We shot it in the summer, and it was uh, no complaints. <laughs> okay. All right. That was my next question, if you, if you were cold enough, <laughs> because you certainly didn't, you, you didn't look cold. Um, that the, the, the lyrics in that song, when you get back to them, um, mm-hmm. what is it about swimming in the night? Well, so this song, it definitely has a a vibe to it, like kind of a longing or like a, you know, a little nostalgic, um, leaning. Uh, but it, when I, when I wrote this song, it was a time where I didn't know really what I was doing, you know, do I want to keep doing music or not? And it was, um, it, that to me, the personal meaning behind it, I know it, I wrote it in kind of a more universal way, but, um, night swimming, you know, like we were just talking about coming from Myrtle Beach and stuff like night swimming was a big thing growing up you know we used to go into pools at hotels and stuff and um you know it's a simpler time and when you're younger you have the whole world of opportunity in front of you you don't know what's coming and then you're you're getting older and you're an adult and it's you know that when the window of opportunity kind of gets a little bit smaller and it's a bit frustrating and disheartening so it was the whole song is a nod to, to wanting that feeling when you're younger and you're 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 night swimming and you're you have more in front of you and it was it was just you know wanting to go back in time kind of thing. It's actually a really sad song when you go into the lyrics and and um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of how I thrive as a writer. I try to hide darker themes in our in pop music. <laughs> and I noticed it wasn't in a, in a in a pop form there. I I, uh, <laughs> I, I know you're the writer so. If you call it a sad song, it's a sad song. To me, it was more melancholy than than sad. It was more kind yeah, of yeah. sepia toned. Yeah, I agree with okay. that. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, you know, the, the oh, we've got some more emails here. <laughs> um, we've got 
uh, an email here from Koyo in Boston, and he wants to know if you ever add rap to any of your music. You know, we don't have any recorded in it, but we have done that before, and we have friends of ours back home um, guest on some of our songs live, and it's been really cool for us. We just, like, extend the bridge and have them jump on, and, and it's been really cool. And we like to play McDonough shows with, with like, hip-hop artists and stuff, and it, it works. And it's definitely something we're thinking about doing in the future, doing maybe like a lot. Okay, all right. Uh, I, did you have a, a show in Boston coming up at all? No, we haven't played Boston yet. So okay, that's somewhere well, we need to get this year. Well, Koyo, you, you should follow them on social <laughs> media. So when a Boston show pops up, you can uh, remind them that uh, they can add hip-hop, okay? <laughs> yeah, um, that'd be cool. Well, you know, speaking of your live shows, they're, they're really cool. Um, they they really reveal just just how wild you can be on stage. Um, are <laughs> live shows cathartic for you, um, or, or are they just exhausting? No, they're a hundred percent cathartic. I would lose my mind if I didn't get to play music live all the time. Um, and probably one of the reasons why we tour so much is because I need that outlet. But yeah, our live shows are really fun. Like we, people are surprised too because they hear our music and they think we're just—I don't. Maybe some people think we're just this clean-cut little pop band, but our live shows are very much a rock show, and and there's definitely this raw rock and roll vibe, and um, and it's a lot heavier, and it's—I mean, it's super fun. Like every every show is different, and we always have a good time. So. Well. I have a good time listening to you. I have a good time watching your videos. I'm looking forward to having a good time seeing you. Unfortunately, I'm not having a good time looking at the clock because it's telling me that oh, we no. just... Yeah, yeah, we're about out of time here. I'm <laughs> going to play about 30 seconds of tunnel vision, and then we have to sign off. Okay. are so good we're just gonna we're gonna have to have you back and just do nothing but talk about lyrics and play music but anyway <laughs> unfortunately we are out of time uh you want to real quick tell people where they can get your music and where's the and how's the best way to follow you yeah um you can you can find us at glassmansions.com um on facebook glass mansions our, our handle is the same on every platform it's just at glass mansions on twitter instagram snapchat youtube um, you can pre-order our new album, Virtual, on iTunes, and you can pre-save it on Spotify. If you go to our Facebook page, uh, the pinned post on top, is uh, there's a link to pre-save. It starts out at show.co, and um, you can get that before it okay. comes out. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us. This has been a joy. We're going to have to have you back on uh, the uh the band is Glass Mansions, and uh, you should get their new album and follow their tour. You've been listening for, to, to Music Friday Live on Cyberstation USA and the Block Talk Radio Network and all of our radio affiliates. Like us on Facebook, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who has her own radio show now. Download this and other Music Friday programs at the blogtalkradio.com site or on iTunes. We're on iTunes, too. We're traveling next week, so we're going to treat you to a classic Music Friday, and then we'll come back on April 12th. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Cuesta Loeb, and maybe, I don't know this for sure yet, but maybe... Kusi Collier. That's going to be lots of fun if she can do it. Check out our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we'll update you on our guests. Good night, everybody. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to leave you with a little bit more of Tunnel Vision. <laughs>